Hello, people. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of Views from the Friend Zone. I am your boy, Sensei. I shall not tell a lie. And I got a beautiful guest host with me this week. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello. My name is China. China, China. This is a special episode, all right? <laughs> Just for those who don't know, that's my baby right there. So it's like a couple's episode. We're going to discuss some topics. And, I got uh, a shout out. I wasn't, was I wasn't sure out. you were going to say <laughs> I wasn't either, but it just felt right. It felt you know? right. This is her first time in front of the microphone. Um, my boy um, Marv is not here. He's doing a family thing. We were we gonna miss him, but I'm gonna hold it down. In the meantime, I hope you all had a great week, or actually two weeks since I've been through. Um, how you feeling, China? You know the weekend suck. Every time, yeah, it's like, you know, we were talking about this earlier, and I always feel like I need two more days or an added day. It's like during the work week, the week yeah. just, like, it's slow, and when the weekend comes, then you blink, it's over. It's over, right? Yeah. All right, well, before we get to thinking about the week ahead, all right, we just want to take your mind away from all the nonsense and discuss some stuff that's going on in the world and some interesting topics. So we have um, a few topics we got uh to play with today some of a romantic nature some relationship nature but the first one is a serious topic all right so everybody who's anybody has seen the news this week y'all know what's going on um what happened in charlottesville virginia so we're gonna start it off with a topic surrounding that um we all have different opinions on it um myself and china both have different opinions on it but um i'm gonna pose the question to you should the white nationalists and the neo-Nazis be allowed to pro protest and express their views um, as they did? What um, do you think? Absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, first of all, with Charlottesville, you know, we went over what you were going to discuss, but I think you need like a, a three podcast segment, like just to go through everything that happened in Charlottesville and people's different opinions. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a lot. But, um, you know, in terms of that, that topic and whether or not you're allowed because i think the conversations that we've been hearing are about the first amendment your freedom of speech right mm -hmm. it's the first amendment now there is a clause to the first amendment right there's mm. there's a stipulation there and that is you're not allowed to yell fire or something like that right you're not allowed to place, yeah. yeah you're not allowed to yell things or say things that are going to put other people in danger so i think that where I come from is whether or not these um, discussions or these protests or these conversations, are they allowed to happen and do they fall into that realm? Mm -hmm. Do they fall into that category? And that's something that I, I think I'm still kind of on the fence about. Mm -hmm. um, I think that freedom of speech is important. And I, you know, I think back a couple of years when the KKK had their rally, I don't know if it was mm -hmm. in Times Square or I know it was somewhere in New York City. Um, I remember it was a peaceful protest. You know, I think everybody was on the edge about what was going to happen, but So let happened. me get this straight. You're all for them protesting and spewing their speech. I'm all for let's cut the bullshit. I'm all for, like, this is not new, people. This is not something where all of a sudden people are coming out and this is a new idea, a new way of thinking. This is stuff that people have been saying under their breath. Our mm -hmm. president has, you know, given people a little bit of bravado and allow them to feel like, hey, I can say these things, but these are things that you were thinking. So I'm all for 
you know, not sweeping things under the rug. This is how you feel. Now we're at a point when people actually discussing stuff and talking about it out in the public, out in the open. Do I enjoy or think it's appropriate some of the stuff that said? Absolutely not. And I'm, I'm definitely not for it, but I think it does allow a forum for finally being able to talk about things and maybe create okay. some change. See, and I'm all for change and I'm all for discussion, right? Um, my thing is, and I think a lot of people have this whole thing confused. Even people who are not on the white nationalist or neo-Nazi uh, side of things, they think like black lives matter, right? They mm -hmm. see that, that slogan, that term, that organization as anti-anything else. And it's not anti-anything. It's pro-black. And it's not even really pro-black because pro-black was more like militant. You know, even Black Panthers, I would say, that's pro-black. This, this is not pro-black. It's just saying black lives matter. Can I get some respect type of thing? That's what that really is about. But they're protesting and they're speaking. But, but they're, they're protesting to say, can, can we get some respect? That's it. And it's usually peaceful protest, and it's not anti-others. See, when you got these white nationalists and neo-Nazis, they're pro-white, which is fine. You, ha you can be pro-whatever you want. But in your proness, don't be anti-something else. Don't be demeaning others or, or, or threatening others in any kind of way or saying others don't deserve this. They can't be here. This, you know, because when you do that, that's when you offend people. That's unnecessary, and it causes the tension that has been caused. All right. Now somebody says something different. Essentially, those are the losers. Okay, wait. The so neo Nazis <laughs> are losers. Okay, the wait, Nazis wait. lost. So I'm with. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. So you're pro. I feel like you're. We're someone speaking about the same things, but to a, a different extent. So. You're saying, yeah, freedom of speech. And when you talk about Black Lives Matter, you're talking about it's pro, it's not anti. So I feel like that falls into my concern is whether or not that's that First Amendment, right? Is that freedom of speech, but whether or not this is hate speech, and if that hate speech will incite a riot and harm like we saw, right? Mm -hmm. Someone died. Um, which is usually what happens when your opinions are so left from somebody else's, right? But... It almost sounds like, and I think that where, where I conflict is, and I'm not sure if this is what you're saying, but you're for speech when it goes in line with what you already feel and what you believe in. Then it's not like, at all. I said I'm for them being all pro-white and whatever it is they have. The the white nationalists, but you're like, Nazis, dude, they lost. Be pro-white, but but this is what I'm saying. Y'all are y'all are pushing. They 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 act like they were winning, or, or they won. If mm -hmm. you associate yourself with neo-Nazi, you understand Nazis lost, all right? Even <laughs> even in Germany, they have, and that's what, this you. is, everybody forgets, this is all over the removal of a statue, all right? That's why this whole uh, uh, protest and everything took place. In Germany, don't you think they have made significant strides to get Hitler out of the system and all the things that it's was associated with Nazi? It's illegal to name your kid Hitler, actually. Look at that. Look at that. That just shows that they are really trying to move on from that. Where we, we're, we're not really trying to move on so much from some things because if you think about it, we have all these statues and, and we'll get to discussing that because that's an important topic, what, what to do with those things. But my thing is um, I'm not saying they can't speak. I want them to speak because I want to hear the other side just because I would want you to hear my side. My thing is in your speech and whatever it is you're saying, like you said, you can't yell fire in a public place. 
You know, that's not what free speech is meant for. Free speech is all about saying your belief and, and your stance on things, but not at the same time, uh, um, I don't want to say ins insulting, so to speak, insulting or demeaning others. You know, if you're not for another race because you're so pro your race, fine, be pro your race, but don't talk bad about the others, you know, and call them evil and demons and you don't want them nowhere near, you know, this... Like that type of speech is not going to get anywhere. And your message essentially is going to be lost because when somebody gets offended in what you're saying, they no longer are hearing what you're saying. I agree with you. But I think, again, you know, it's it's we're touching on different on different topics. And it's like I want you to speak because the more you speak, you prove my point. The more you speak, the so more essentially ignorant. We agree. So we, we, we agree. agree that I, they I, should be allowed to. I think, yeah, absolutely. Okay. You should be allowed to speak. However, my concern is, again, I don't know where hate speech and because it's so hateful, if that falls into that clause again, does it fall? Is this really being protected by the First Amendment? But we are a democratic country. We are, uh, you know, uh, in other countries, they'll kill you for, you know, opposing the president or, you know, other policies or um, leaders and things like that. And we're lucky to live in a place where we are able to voice our opinions and say, hey, I'm not for that. Um, again, you know, I think something that you said was interesting going back to like this is all over um, a statue. We had this conversation at home, like, um, uh, what was it, a couple of days ago, and you had said something that made, you know, really um, stuck with me. It was like, what's really happening? This is not about statues. It was, I think you told me, I don't know if it was a post you were reading, but it was oh, something yeah, no, about. Oh, yeah, I seen a post. This woman said, uh, it's just a distraction. Distraction. The exactly. media is distracting you with it. It's the, it's the story of today, you know, because uh, I gave her the statistics on who's killing who. And it was basically a statistic that many of us who know anything about anything should know. Uh, the 90 some percent of p black people that are killed are killed by other black people, you know, and 84 percent of whites that are killed are killed by other white people. It's just a matter of your community, who, whoever's in your community, who you're around. That's who you're going to kill, the person's close to you. So if that's somebody of your I'm same not, ethnicity, I'm not going to jail. You know, I'm going out of town. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no, no. no. But the, the girl was saying <laughs> in I, that I post, you, yeah. she was like, "This is all a distraction." But even though it may be a distraction, it's still a topic that should be discussed because, yes, uh, she was trying to say, "Do you not? Do you think this stuff wasn't occurring when Obama was president? Maybe it was, but the media wasn't putting a light on it like they are now because we have a president in office who I think shines a light on it himself." You know what I mean? Um, there's always because, an agenda. But that's because those are his beliefs. So we're going to focus. Like like you said, this is so media focused. Like, yeah, racism is something that has always been around. But it is part of our history. And I'm a big believer on, like, let's not cover stuff up. Let's not front and pretend something else is going on. Like, racism always existed. It's, it's a, a past. It's a present. Mm -hmm. And to some extent, it's going to be in the future. Look at the, what is that other group? The neo-confederates. Y'all lost, bruh. And, you know, <laughs> y'all lost. And they still, they still are part of it. So my thing is, like, removing of the statues, am I looking at that at a, as a good faith and saying, like, okay, this is the where our country is headed and saying, like, we understand the wrongs that we've done and we're going to do something to rectify that. And so we're going to move forward. Or is it, like, really? Like, moving a statue doesn't really do it for me. So, okay. I, you know. So with that, let me say, what do you think should be done with regards to that uh, 
not just the statue. There's a number of landmarks. Um, there was something we was talking about in Boston, Yawkey Way. Uh, I think uh, oh, it was named uh, after a, sl- right a slave behind owner. Right I'm a big yeah, Patriots It was fan, named so. after. You didn't have to put that in and there, yes, but yes, okay. Yes, I do, because. Uh, we're not talking about <laughs> We go Says back and forth fan, a lot. Whatever. Football season's right around the corner. <laughs> yep. So, anyway. Teams go don't, don't distract me from the topic, okay? okay. We're talking about signs, street, uh, street signs with names of, I guess, slave owners or people who supported segregation and slavery, um, as well as. Um, just different art not artifacts but different statues and stuff that are part of our history right they are part yeah. of our history as negative as they may be so my question to you is what do you feel should be done do you disagree with the removing of them <laughs> I or don't know. you think I, somebody, something else should be done to be honest like honestly I have not I feel like I'm on the fence about it and I haven't made up my mind how I feel I feel like removing the statues is not gonna change history and history is, and I think that when you start to remove things in a way to like forget them, you lose the lessons that you learn from them, right? Um, I think renaming of street uh, streets, which is what's happening uh, in Boston, and yeah, I can't remember the guy and exactly what his role was, except that it was tied to some sort of like. I know his name is Yaki. Slave or owner or something like that. I don't really know, but I know that that's being um, changed. So I think it's in a sense, a way to try, try to show good faith, but I don't know that I really can. Like, I I would want to see policies put in place, and I would want to see, um, you know, things occur within our laws, police departments, um, an overall approach to how we are doing things, and if the statues is a movement in that direction, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but, think that, you know, removing the statues is not going to change, you know, how, yeah. how we feel about it. There's definitely more... I think effective things that could be done to change the issues that we have in society with uh, racism and other, you know, uh, discriminations such as, you know, there's, there's a number of things that could be done, like you said, uh, legal policies and on um, so on. Uh, statue, removing a statue, I'm not going to say it doesn't have any significance or it couldn't, you know, in some way help towards where we're trying to get. My thing is, I'm for removing it, but not getting rid of it altogether. Put it in the museum. I don't want the history yeah. of our country to try to be erased away. I want it to be on, you know, Front Street. The facts. I want it to be. If that's a part of our history, it's truth. Let it be told. But that's why we have museums. <laughs> Places like that where people can go to get that information. You don't necessarily need it in the town square or in front of the state building as a constant reminder you know, that's what the whole thing with the Confederate flag. It was just yeah. a reminder and... No, I, I'm, I'm going to beg to differ. I, I think, like, I didn't uh, look at it in that sense. And I think that you're right. Having the statue was a place of honor, right? Because these little memorials and these little parks where these places where they're set up, they're in a in a sense of honor. They're meant to um, honor these people for whatever deeds that they did. So you're right. They shouldn't be in that place. Um, again, you can't erase history. So I'm, I'm totally for that movement. But... Um, uh, yeah, I would I would definitely want to see them in a museum or something. I think that would okay. absolutely make more sense. All right, good. I'm He's glad not you, just intelligent. I'm glad you're falling people. in line with me on that one. <laughs> I'm just fucking shit now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> talk it, talk it. All right, the next question on this topic, the last question actually I'm going to pose is, um, there was a lot of 
you know, Caucasian men out there in uh, khakis and uh, white polo tops. And um, I'm sure they're not all, but I'm sure a lot of them are gainfully employed. Now, my question would be is, does it worry you that members and supporters of these groups hold some powerful positions, whether it be law enforcement, the justice system, or even the presidency? How do you feel about that? Um, does it worry me? Uh, I think that it does. Um, you know, I work, let's say, for, I, I work in the social, uh, social work field, and mm. one of the one of these apartments that my agency has is a track program, which is basically Im uh, children, immigrant children that are um, coming across the, the border. And because of policies put in place because of Trump, that program completely lost its funding. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means for kids. I don't know what that means for, um, you know, the good that we were doing other than it's just not happening. So it does worry me. And I think that it trickles down, right? People think mm -hmm. that this is so far removed and it's not. However, I'm in a in a better uh, position than some people because I am a woman, because I am really? Hispanic and not a black man. You know what I mean? So okay. I think that my concern versus your concern, and I'm not saying that to be dick, but no, I'm, you know, I'm, it's honesty. Um, I think that your concern as a black man is going to be very different than my concern as a Hispanic female. Mm -hmm. um, but I do work wise and stuff. I see this coming down. But am I surprised that I saw men out there in khakis and that they were that was just the weirdest <laughs> protest attire. <laughs> like, I think there was a more of a message in that attire. To wear? Like no, gray sweatpants. I just say that was more a message in that attire because we see people like that who we work with every day in that same uniform. But right? you, you know and there's people you work with. it's a psychological thing. You know there's people you They're work with. They're letting you know. They may not say, I hate you or this, that, but look at my outfit. You know you what know, this is how, about. How you know many? what I mean? That's like a Black Panther coming to work with the leather that, jacket on and, you know, with his fist up in the air. Like, that's your uniform. <laughs> that's the new uniform. But, okay, but here's the thing, right? Um, is this surprising? No. I think if anything is some message for people of my, you know, minorities, be black and brown, right? Mm -hmm. People of color, uh, people um, in different ec economic brackets, right? People of poverty, mm -hmm. that we need to get our shit together and get in positions that are gonna help your community and yourself mm -hmm. ultimately. Because what happens is, if I'm, let's say, okay, so I'm, uh, I'm a Buddhist, right? I believe in life, I and I want to help people, and this is what drives me. I became a social worker. That makes sense. My career choice mm -hmm. very much falls in line with my belief systems and, you know, the things that I would want to see in, in this world occur. You're affecting change. Of course, You're I want to. You're changing lives. You're saving lives in your career field, which now, is admirable. Um, but he, but here's, here's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that that's just what drives me. That's my passion, right? So mm -hmm. if I'm a Caucasian female, male, whatever, and I feel like the minority, um, you know, minorities have too much freedom or, or black people are really violent or this or whatever, or whatever weird views it is that I may have, I'm going to get into a career field that falls in line with my belief systems also. So mm -hmm. am I surprised that 
these people that have these views are in these positions? Absolutely not, because you're fueled by your beliefs and you're fueled by the things that you want to see change. So if I want something to change, I'm getting in that career field because I want it to change. So the same way that, you know, these people are in, are in those positions, it's time for, you know, uh, minority groups to get in positions to counter that and Absolutely. make change. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you there. Um, but essentially what you're saying also is... Um, Online, the shit out of me, no, but online, <laughs> online with the question. Um, you're saying that you, um, those people in those groups, those white nationalists and neo-Nazis who have these positions of power, essentially those views that they have are going to seep into their jobs, whether it be law enforcement or, you know, the justice system. Right. Absolutely. It would be impossible to. I don't see how you can do anything. You're you're and, you know, and the problem is it's hard to be impartial right it's hard to mm -hmm. to say like okay this is i mean most i would hope you know this is the law good bad or right wrong right based on what the law says but we know that's not true because we're human beings and we're very much emotional people and where our decisions and our actions are based on these emotions so if this is how i feel that's going to motivate my action exactly so, so that's my thing i it does worry me to answer the question i I'm worried about it, but I know that it is what it is. Like, you can't think that all of those people that were out there protesting for this with their tiki torches, which was, you know, ironic in itself. You, you protesting with tiki torches? Do you know what that is about? No, they don't. But I'm just saying, um, those people are employed, I'm sure, and have some positions that will affect uh, people who they essentially don't care for, you know, and don't respect so um it's trouble it's troubling and it's worrisome you know what i mean that that's the case but to what you said absolutely true if we want to make change if we want to have the influence you know to protect ourselves and our communities you know we have to then take those positions like i know a lot of minority police officers and i always say to them like what do you do when you see like this stuff going on in the department or with other officers or you know other officers are racist and stuff like that. Like, how do you handle that? You see what I'm saying? Because it's one thing to have the position, and it's another thing to actually use your position to make change instead of just going and collecting a paycheck, all right? Certain positions, you can't do that. Certain jobs is just more important than just going and get paid. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm just so, real quick, like... Uh, you gonna close it up? So, the, like, this. the Supreme Court, right? Or the people that sit on, what is that... Politics is not my strong suit, people. The Supreme Court. All right, so the people that sit on there, laws that change depending on who gets on there. So mm -hmm. since, uh, you know, since I say this doesn't affect me, one thing that really does affect me as a woman is um, reproductive rights, right? Mm -hmm. So we know that abortions, uh, Planned Parenthood, all these mm -hmm. things that do affect women, those laws consistently change based on who's sitting on these councils on you know on the on the board and they're well, not consistently because once you get on the supreme court you're there till you're dead so that is that's true. why it was such a big deal when but, we had but to when they get justice. replacements we're always like women are kind of sitting there crossing fingers worried. crossing toes worried because we know that if you get um and you know not to shot any specific group but a republican or someone who's completely pro-life and mm -hmm. um all these rights are gonna completely be stripped. You know, when, when Trump got into the presidency, I felt like my degrees and everything I worked was stripped away from me and I was put a, an apron mm -hmm. on, you know, that I, an apron was thrown on me rather. So, well, you know, so things, yeah, and, and it's hard because it's like, 
you know, these are things that do affect me as a woman. As a so woman. I just wanted to kind of, okay, for the you. women, kind of no, just absolutely. shout that out because those are things like that great, that do affect us. It's a great transition into our next topic, all right? Because our next topic is all about the women. And um, it's interesting, you know, things are affecting women, you know, every day, different views or, you know, mm-hmm. what have you. So our next topic is about body shaming. Um Recently, uh, Rihanna was called fat. I seen a picture of her. I think she looks amazing as always. I love Rihanna. I'm aware you do. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get jealous, all right? Listen, but I, I told you that's, isn't Riri. that one of your your huh? freebies or something? It should be. Jason but, Momoa's uh, on mine. Yeah, she she has put on some weight, and I mean, it looks good to me. But I see all these people talking about I, Rihanna's fat. Like, how can you even say that? So the question is. If Rihanna's fat, I'm going on crack. Yeah, this is, this is <laughs> crazy. Like, it's this, crazy this, talk. This. She's amazing. But uh, I want to know, are there real, are there unreal mm. expectations for women and how they should look these days? I need three more shots. Do you want <laughs> <laughs> Listen. If you, you realistically, you know, um, so here's the thing, right? But wait. Okay. My, my, that's the question. Okay. Um, but, okay, no, we answer that question first. Then we'll go to the second part of it. Oy, 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 oy. Are, there, are there unreal expectations for women and how they should look? Absolutely. Not just how we should look, how we should behave, how should we, how we should act. Um, you know, I think being a woman, um, and I can't speak, I'm sure men have a lot of, you know, pressure and, and stuff, but being a woman is hard. You know, there is a... You want to be the 1950s mom, woman, right? You want to take care of your man. You want to cook. You want to clean. You want to have a good house. But you also want to Not too many be, women these days want to do that. I don't know what you're talking let about. Let me not a bring good, you a plate of food women. and see how you act. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, I know. I got a good one. The good women, they want to do these things. No, the, but it's... Okay, the so new it's, age it's not women, going to good. The new okay. age woman, not good or bad, the... the Old school women. Okay, you know? so I was raised. I'm, I'm Caribbean, <laughs> and I'm, I was raised very old fashioned. So like, you came to my house, and, my, and within five minutes, my mom was like, "You ain't gonna give him a plate of food." I was like, "His coat is not off, lady. Like, I got this. Don't worry." But that, you know, that's just the way that I was raised. So there is that that expectation, and then there is the thing about, you know, also wanting to be that millennium woman, right? The mm-hmm. career woman, be able to support yourself, be intelligent, be strong, not stronger than your man, but strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just this constant. And then you also want to be beautiful, you know? I mean, I spent, you know, you got to wax this and trim this and get your nails done and your feet got to look right and your body, you know, there, there's just this whole expectation of um, what you should look like and who you should be. And I think, I think it's tough. Um, I'm Dominican. Well, quarter or 50 percent i don't even know anymore because i'm so mixed she didn't say she about 18 different things since the show started right yeah every time you go into a, a, a subject matter you're like okay so i'm caribbean i'm, the, I'm uh, i girl, am i'm really mixed just... so, <laughs> i mean what i'm saying is the reason i'm gonna talk about specifically being dominican is because we know there's a whole lot of plastic surgery that that occurs in DR. Um, they got to sell, ladies, this week only. You can get those butt injections for half price. Now, let me stop. That is not true. true. You Don't know, be- I mean, I think, you know, and as a woman, you can walk down the street and you can be the most secure person, but it's not to say that 10 women that walk by, nine of them are not going to look better than you or as good as you or whatever. So uh, there's definitely, definitely, 
a need to be very confident in yourself and be very secure and say like, okay, this woman is beautiful, but she has, you know, it doesn't take anything mm -hmm. away from me. But um, I think that because there's this like the Nicki Minaj and the Kim Kardashians and we're so media focused That's and, you know, this, and yeah. there's this this image that women are supposed to portray. Because I'll be damned if you think I'm going to start talking like this. That's just, oh, uh, oh no, like, that, yeah. <laughs> I, well, listen. But I mean, but but that's what it is. There's a, there's the media perception, right? And what I think that sometimes people, because they're so media based, uh, social media based, that they take that wholeheartedly and think that that's what women are supposed to look like. Um, so no, that, but what I'm saying is this. Okay, is it more the second part of, the, of that question? By the way. What is it? Is it what they feel men want them to look like, right? I think or, so. Or, or, or is it these other women, mainly, like you said, in entertainment, you know, trying to look like that? Because I feel like women are harder on each other than us men. I listen. I'm all like Kendrick said. I want to see some stretch marks. You know what I mean? I, I want to know those. what's real. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. You know, you glamming it up. Even um, even a fake boob here and there, if that's what you want to do, if that makes you feel more okay. confident. Nope. Not okay. Happening. I'm not gonna judge you because of that. But I do like the naturalness of a woman. You know what I mean? Stretch marks are natural. That means your girl got some cake, especially. She ain't gonna have no cakes and not have no stretch marks on it. It's just not that's not how nature works. Well, I think um, you know, definitely women are brutal, right? Women are, are certainly brutal, brutal and uh women will, will tear each other apart, which is sad instead of, you know, bigging each other up and, and bringing, uh, bringing us up. But, um, um, you know, women are, are penis motivated. <laughs> she took it there. She took it there. I mean, you know. Would you care to expand? No, no, don't, no, don't expand. I'm saying at the end of the day, we do things because, <laughs> We want a man, right? You mm. want a man. You want that security. You want someone there, and you want to hopefully be able to say, like, my man's not going anywhere, you know? He has the baddest bitch. Not only am I fly, I'm intelligent, I make money, I do this. You want to kind of have all those um, mm -hmm. kind of checks that your eyes and cross your T's because you hope your man ain't going nowhere. The truth is, if the nigga gonna go, he gonna go. <laughs> Point so, blank. So it's about. So it, it's an unrealistic approach to wanting to be with someone. You know, if you're confident and you're comfortable with yourself, That's and the, the person word. you're with is comfortable and happy with you, he's not going nowhere. That other mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, I'm I'm a woman, and some of these chicks I pass by, I can't stop looking at them, and I am certainly not a lesbian <laughs> um, or a bi. But um, you know, but I look because I'm like, God damn, what the hell? Like, you can't help but stare. So, what is a man? And sometimes it's to not do? true. But sometimes but this it's is just this, weird. This it, is it's a little thing. scarier. What you said is is on point. But the key word in that is confidence. I feel like there's a lot of lack of confidence. There's a lot of self conscious women out there who maybe have not gotten the the proper uh, uh, upbringing as far as being told that they're beautiful constantly. You know, that's one thing with my daughters. I try to always tell them, I'm like, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. I, I emphasize it over and over again because I don't want them to not feel beautiful enough to be who they are and love the skin that they're in. Um, like I said, I don't have anything against people who choose to make changes to their body. They feel they want to improve on something that they have. But I'm like, embrace what you have. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. There's somebody who's gonna love you. And I honestly feel like us as men, yeah, we like the girl with the big old booty, the breast pile, the waist, and all that, you know. But we can appreciate a woman who doesn't have all of that, who's our ride or die, who holds us down, you know what I mean? And we can connect with. That's the thing. You can have all of that in place. Bow, 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 top to bottom. But if you don't have what's necessary inside, you're going you gonna to always be lacking. You're going to always be searching. I'm going to have to bake your eventually, pie later, <laughs> Eventually, that stuff is going to fade. You know what I'm saying? And that's the it's thing. Like, fade. excuse me, how you look like you 25 and your insides look like you 60. Like, dude, it, it, it don't matter. That's why, ladies, I'm going to tell you right now. You oh. get a man you lay, get naked in front of him and go, this is what you got. This is what you get, boo. <laughs> this is it. Listen, wait, wait, it? wait, hold on. That, that's not a good because these <laughs> dudes out here settling for anything right now at the moment. Cat Williams said it best. I ain't going to be, you know, oh, look at her. Look at her nails. I am not getting into that. What is that? Future? Nah, I'm a, no, I'm not sweat that. No, 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 I'm in that boomerang stuff. If I was a dude, I'd be thinking that's how I'm looking at. Dude, okay, so when I was, uh, when I was. <laughs> You ain't screwing No, 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 no. When I was in middle school, I remember some guys saying, dirty nails, dirty. If you don't mm. clean your toe, you don't clean your nails, you ain't clean the rest of you. So if I was a dude, well, I'd have to be a little picky and be like, mm. No, that's good logic. I mean, it does make sense. If you can't do the proper maintenance on the small things, like fingernails and be my only. stuff, you, you, you got to say, well, I, she's probably not doing that extra maintenance neither. You know what I mean? But... I'm not just gonna it's say. Be women wear heels these days. It's hard to have nice feet when you wearing heels every day. It's that's what I'm saying. It's hard on a woman. Is but I think it's, it's hard, hard on, on a guy. Cause look, you get these women. Listen, I'm very natural. I ain't gonna lie and say I don't want to push a bra too, but you know what I mean. But it's <laughs> we don't mind that. That's it's not moderate. listen. The, but listen, the, 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 what is the, the movie? What's the tummy um, tuck joints? Oh my god, what is that movie? We don't have no problem uh, with those or the push up bras. Oh yeah. When nah. she's like, take you can't off be your taking hair. off your legs. Nah, you can Come take. Here. You can, <laughs> hey, you could take off your hair. You can take off your eyelashes. <laughs> all right. Um, you can't take off your butt. Please, I don't, you can't take off your butt. I can't accept that. They have those you panties can't take that have the, the one of your legs. You know, and I don't have nothing against anybody's handicap because listen, as long as you let it be known. You, you know, it. don't I surprise. Know don't wait till we're about to get it in, and you're like, "Oh, wait, let me take this leg off and throw it to the side," because that's that's just gonna ruin the whole mood. <laughs> that's sexy in some cultures. <laughs> no, but let, let's get back on topic. All right, all right. I, all I'm saying is, men, I feel, do not have as much of a um, issue or or put that pressure on women as much as they put it on themselves. I honestly don't feel that that's the case. I think maybe if you feel like men are, or there's certain pressures on you to please a man, then that's not the right man for you. You see, I think you, you're looking in the wrong area, especially if that's not who you are. And now you got to go above and beyond and be somebody else. You want to find somebody who you are good just being who you are. And if that's not good enough for them, there's the door. You know what I'm saying? But y'all women, y'all are something else. Like it's, it's a constant competition. You know, and not you. I'm like, that's why not you. Y'all, you representing the women of today, unfortunately. Okay, all right. And the women I'll, of today is crazy. But um, it's like a constant competition. You know, um, y'all examine each other. When women, when you go out with a woman, she is not getting pretty and sexy for you, my brother. I just want you to know that she's that is making sure she is right boom. and tight for the the oh. women that will be at the establishment. Y'all going. 
because they are going to examine each other up and down, and she don't want nobody talking about how she looks. All right, so I'm going to have to exclude myself from the representation that mm. you have put on me. That's a And fact. say, no, 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 mm-hmm. because when I get dressed, I want to make sure that you know what you got in your focus. And I think I'm very like a, comf- like a very, uh, comfortable person and very lax, so I'll forget. I'll put on the sweatpants and not comb my hair and be like, all right, you know, because you also fall into that kind of um, frame where you get too comfortable, right? Being with someone and doing, let's say, the work week, if I don't see you, I'm in like heels and makeup and I'm dressed. And then when you see me on the weekends and I got a ponytail, no makeup and sweatpants on, it's not always cute, you know? Mm-mm, I mean, is, that is the cutest. See, I'm a time. different type of dude. I'm not a different type of dude. Not all the time, right. no. And that's why I love not you. But all every the time. now and then, you got to pull, pull the fucking dress out of the closet. Yes. Every, every yes. now and then. Now, I'm just saying, not all the yes. time. But every. But I think that, you know, going back, I think that you're right. We put a lot more pressure. And I, I think back to, like, women who go out and buy, like, sexy lingerie and spend, like, 200 bucks or something and put on the heels. And but then that's like, good, no, that's but then, for your no, man. No, no, that's but, then, but then they'll be like, he ain't even look at it, girl. Five minutes, it was off. You know, just like completely didn't acknowledge the the panties set or the right, so But tell, that's what I'm saying. Me, I think on, if we tell do me it, what is what is expected of us in that in that moment. Are we supposed to? I mean, <laughs> the point of you wearing that is to get us to the point where we want to rip it off. You know what I'm saying? I can admire. How long am I supposed to admire it? How many compliments am I supposed to give? I need to know this. I don't know, man. You this know? is hypothetical. <laughs> okay. Because, listen, I appreciate that, you know? But I'm, saying, but, but I'm saying we're, we're um, you're a mess. But I'm saying we're going to that, in that, you know, area where it's like, okay, I did X, Y, and Z, or I did my hair, or I did this, and he didn't even notice. He might not care. He, that may not be his focus. So sometimes as women, we get upset because we're like, we, and I've been guilty of this, right? Where I'm like, I did all this. I cooked dinner all day. I did my hair. I cleaned the house. I did, you know, um, trying to make like a big effort. And then you feel unappreciated, but he wasn't looking at that. You know, that wasn't his focus. His focus was coming home and just maybe hanging out with you or doing something else. But you, he didn't realize all the prep, let's say that you did for that moment. And um, the prep was never important. Yeah. I would say it, it, it's it's take appreciated memo, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> we're wrapping up that topic. Um, I would say in, in closing, just um, you got to have confidence in oneself, you know, and um, be be the best you you can be. Okay, because whatever glow you got inside will shine outside. No bust size or you know waistline or booty size is gonna make you. Um, more of a catch you know temporarily maybe yes you know you might get somebody for the night but it's not going to keep anybody's interest for the long run if you don't have that substance you know be what I'm confident saying? women that's what it is i think be nothing confident. is more attractive than having confidence i think that that is always going to attract uh people regardless of you know if it's a uh, someone you're trying to be intimate with or um whatever it is it's just that confidence will will definitely speak volumes that's right you got confidence, don't you? Hell to the yeah. A lot of confidence. Confidence is key. Confidence is so attractive. Both ways, right? Women love a man that's confident and, you know, got his swag right. And men, we love a confident woman, you know? A confident woman who don't need you. We, we was listening to Neo last night, right? Yeah. 
who want you but don't, don't need, need you. you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, all right, let's get on to the next topic. Um, this is about love. I'm sure we've all been through some good relationships, bad relationships. Relationships we like to forget. People we like to forget. Um, That's called selective amnesia. Selective amnesia. <laughs> yes, I need a lot of selective amnesia. You have a lot of selective amnesia. <laughs> but, you know, it's about that thing we have in our head called the brain. And it's uncontrollable, uh, but even more uncontrollable is the heart. So this is loving the wrong one, this topic. We got two uh, questions on this. The first one is, how do you stop loving someone you know isn't right for you, you know? We've been in relationships before, been with people before who we probably were in love with or loved, you know, but we're not with them now. So at some point you must have realized, you know, this is not right for me. And you may have stuck it out. Some get out immediately when they realize that, but some stick it out. So what would you say? How do you stop loving someone you know isn't right for you um, in a relationship? Um. So the smart answer would be that you assess and evaluate. And I'm laughing because I know this should, I'm lying right now. You can't assess and value, <laughs> evaluate affairs of the heart. That's okay, the thing. Okay, but that's the problem. But that's what I'm saying. That's okay. the smart answer. The smart answer would be, and, I, and you know, and I, I'm going to say, I think age is a big difference and where mm. you are in life and lessons learned and wisdom and all these things come into play with that. Um I think when you're truly in love with someone, you probably don't, you probably wouldn't be able to get out of it until you hit rock bottom. And that's just the truth. I think, again, the smart answer would be like, this is where I am in life. These are the things that I want. Does this person, these actions, whatever is coming from the relationship, conflict with where it is that I want to be, right? Those assessments, those analyzing. Analyzing analogies, what Anal- the? I don't know. What are you talking about? I'm Hispanic, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm Those analogies, okay. I got what you're saying. So, I, analyzing, I like analyzing stuff and saying, okay, this is where we should, this is where I should be, and I'm not there. So, that that's a smart decision. But when you're in love, you don't see those things. It's not until way after that you're able to be like, okay, yeah, this, this didn't work out for me, and this is not right. But I think the truth is when you hit rock bottom, that's that's kind of when you stop. Then there's determining your rock bottom. So how I would answer that question is... I got nothing. How do you... You don't. I don't think there's a, any uh, specific way to stop loving someone. Um, even if you know they're bad for you, I think you have to go through the motions and you, eventually you just get fed up and you want more. So essentially what it is is you have to want more for yourself, okay? Because when you can't get out of that situation, it's because you're used to settling. A lot of us don't want to be alone. You know what I mean? Um, Not the case with me, but it is the case with a lot of people, usually women. You know, they get the hell usually yeah, women, oh, you know, they be with I these bum equal. dudes they know is not right for them, but they be so scared to be single. Man, we embrace being single. We would be like, oh, uh-uh. it's go time. Nope, that you is know, not true. Women are afraid to be There's single. Dudes that are worse so than they will stick it out with this bum dude who they don't love. They know don't love them, but they just like, they hey, you know, he's there um, for the moment. And I know, you know, he want to do right by me, but he just can't. No, no, no. <laughs> 
You weren't there. Right? I'm just saying. You were, okay, That's no, the no, 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 no. I think that it's hopeful. It's wishful. And I think that this is what happens. You meet someone, and we've had these conversations, right? Where you meet someone, you think they're cool. You like, I am going to kick it with them. And let's say after like maybe four months, you start to see the real person, not that person that yeah, they the were. Yeah, the representative goes away. Everybody meets the representative first. So you start to see who this person really is. But now it's not just that representative went away. There's things about your own personality and your own character that you don't even know, right? Little things that you can see being on the outside in. So you're like, all right, you, you learn that other person for the next four, six months. Now you're in it for a year. Then you start to see stuff like, I don't really like and you're like, I already got a year in, so maybe not. And then, then you spend the next year breaking up. Now you together for two years. <laughs> you spend a year breaking up. <laughs> you spend a year breaking up. And How that, many of y'all can real. relate to that? A year that's breaking up. That's why all relationships real. are real. like approximately two years. And this this is my little relationship that's synapsis. Real. So you end up about two years. Or I got this much in. I got the, I dealt with this much. And the shit you know is better than the shit you don't know. And that's always the truth. Mm. So people are like, uh, all right, this person I hate has that. Fr- I hate that term. The, but it's the hate truth. hate that phrase. It's the truth. And you know it. The people, shit you know is better than what you don't know. That's scary talk. It is. But here's the thing. My, my thing is like there's people that come into your lives all the time, good or bad. And these people, whether we like it or not, they mold us, they shape us, they change somehow what we thought, what we believed in, whatever the case is, whether it's good or bad. You were supposed to meet that person so you can learn something and move on to the next person. So when you get mm. to that person that you're meant to be with, you're ready for them. Mm. But people get so afraid that they're never going to meet someone, that they stick with this person that they were not meant to be with, that they were just supposed to learn something with mm. or learn something from, rather. And you stuck. And now you messed up the whole goddamn chain. Mm. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That's That makes a lot of sense. Um, I would say that, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. But me, and, and this goes back to what we were talking about before, confidence. If you're confident in oneself, you can love somebody, you know, mm. and be in love with them. But then if things aren't right and you realize this is not for you, you say, damn, this is going to be hard. You know, nobody wants to start over, especially if you got two, three, four years in, maybe more. You know, it's hard to leave a relationship, you know, especially if you're like, oh, man, I could have worked on it more or is there something I could do to make it. Sometimes it's just not for you. Like you said, you were there to learn something from that person. You got what you got from that relationship. And now taking what you learned onto the next relationship that may be the one for you, all right? Um, I'm sorry, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about um, being a teenager and, like, having that guy that you thought you was so in love with and you knew you was going <laughs> to get married, right? Like, this this dude was the dude for you. And he broke your heart and you was crying in your room and locked the doors and the lights is off and you want to talk to no one and, you know, you sitting there, got hearts on the, to, on the, on the notebook. Listening to Miss Education of Lauren Hill on repeat. <laughs> and you cry, listen, and then you end up on Khalees. I hate you so much right oh now. Oh, my God. And you mad as hell. And you like, I'm never going to get over this. And then a couple of years later, you're like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, what was wrong with me? You know, when you in it, it's just so much more difficult. I've been there, so I can We all been there. And people say, oh, you can't replace it 
or just try to move on. There's the term rebound for a reason, okay? Rebounds are real. Dennis Rodman is a Hall of Famer because of <laughs> rebounds, all right? So a rebound can help you get through something that you had to deal with before. But how many people don't end up with the rebound thinking that that was, you know, oh, um, this was the right person? Well, that's why I would say this, this should be a time frame in which you move on. But the key is to move on. What's the time frame? Um, I don't, I can't, it's not a specific time frame, but there should be some time. You should not end a relationship. Somebody who you so-called say, I love you too. Mm -hmm. And they said, I love you back. And then just jump into something new. Absolutely. Yeah. You should take some time, be to yourself, not saying date, don't date other people or whatever. Definitely date other people, see what's out there, but don't just jump into a commitment, you know, immediately. And I think that will help it flush out because if you don't have that time in between and you just jump into something new, you're going to carry all of that baggage and all of those feelings from that previous relationship into this next relationship. And it doesn't stand a chance. Absolutely. It don't stand a chance at all. Luggage is luggage anywhere. Sow your royal oats <laughs> before committing. You know what? I'm with you, boo. <laughs> Prince Hakeem. Do it. Do, do it, you. my guy. Nah. Okay, no. so... Wait, the second. No, what I'm, I'm totally with you. You're I'm with like, me, right? Uh, women, you know, there's a thing about, oh, that's a guy thing. Hell to the no. You need to know, like, what you like, what you don't like. Because mm -hmm. the worst thing is a woman that doesn't know how many guys don't go on dates and, like, what's your favorite restaurant? What do you want to do? I don't know. Pick something, anything. Isn't that a common response that you got on a date and the guy's kind of left like, what the hell do I do with this chick now? You know, know what you like, know what you don't. And the only way you're going to know that is by going out and doing mm. things and having fun. And, you know, because you also, no woman wants to be left at home. You know, there's that perception of like the Virgin Mary and what we're supposed to be like and don't drink and don't have fun. I'm not saying be crazy. Don't go out and be a hoe. I'm just not. That's not what I'm saying. But yes, definitely. go out and be a hoe for a time. <laughs> Get but the hoe out your system. That's what I'm saying. Get but, it out your system. You know, but definitely be in a place where you know what you like and what you don't so that you are making good decisions. Well said. Well decisions. said. Message. <laughs> so the last part of this we're gonna close it up with this question here uh what's your breaking point in love i think we all have to know this you know for us to move on and get out of that bad situation that dude that stole the money in from my bank account <laughs> that was my breaking i didn't i didn't <laughs> expect you to personalize it so much that's a joke. That's a joke. but that's real so i mean we all have we all have one or should have one so what is your breaking point in love? What is the point in which you say, you know what, I just can't anymore? Um, certainly, uh, you know, being a parent, anything that falls within the realm that messes with my mommy, with my mommy uh, stuff. So, um, you know, my daughter, if she's not happy, if I see her going through anything and there's any boundaries or disrespect being crossed, um, infidelities is definitely like right. I mean, that pretty much is it. I'm, I'm very uh, loyal, and I think that anything that crosses that, to me, is team too much. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think it also, overall, I would have to see where I am in life. You know what I mean? Like, if you are in a good place, and all of a sudden you're with someone, and it's like bank accounts are depleted, you lost a job, 
family ain't messing with you. Like, if you're just mm. in a negative space and all the... But the, it takes all of that, not one specific <clears throat> thing? I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I have to... I don't know. It, I think that it's hard to pinpoint. There's definite things that you're like, yeah, nope, team too much. This is not for me. I'm out. Bye. Like, I'm jumping on that little rowboat and, you know, I'm out. But, um... I, uh, I mean, but th those are kind of it. Like, I think those are typical infidelities, things that deal with my daughter because my daughter is my life. Mm. Um, my, my, I mean, that that makes sense. You know what your breaking points are, and you got a multitude of them. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I, I do, know? too. I do, too, but I, I think at the top of my list is um, when you're in a relationship with somebody, y'all are on the same team. Y'all got to support each other, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's us. It's team us. Um, if I don't feel like you support me how I need to be supported, then I can't I can't be with you. I can't call you my girl. You know what I mean? You don't support me. I don't mean support me like take care of me. I mean just have my back. Understand yeah. me. You know, try to anyway. I don't understand myself all the time. But be understanding of me. Be supportive of me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> be Where supportive of me. You know? <laughs> and... Um, you know, you can't be nasty, like, just, and I don't mean nasty, like, clean, but that is a brand. <laughs> I wouldn't even be with you, nasty, not clean. I'm talking about nasty, like, your attitude. I can only mm -hmm. deal with so much attitude. All women have attitudes. Um, it's expected. How about people? Can we say all oh, oh, no, people? No, no. Sorry, because you sorry. ain't freaking butterflies and sunshine all people, all the time. people, men, but... women, you know, all people have attitudes. But women show a little more often, you know. They're not afraid to show it. Welcome <laughs> to the sexist show starring. Oh, uh, <laughs> take it there. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying that that's that's my issue. I can't deal with a constant attitude, an angry woman, even if I cause that anger. If that's the case, and you're gonna hold on to that, and you're still angry about something that happened a year or two ago, what are we doing? We're wasting our time. You see what I'm saying? So the anger must be temporary. The communication must be clear. It's not a little selfish. I'm just saying. It's not like you said. It's not selfish. I did it's something. my breaking point. But was, no, but you're it's saying my um, breaking I'm, point. I, I did something to make you angry and you angry about it. I can't be with you because you mad at me. No, I you misunderstood what I was saying. <laughs> I was. You can be mad. I expect you to be mad. But how long are you going to be mad for? So there's a time limit on how mad I get to be. Um, you mad yeah, <laughs> you can't be mad forever. All right, uh, all you can, right. I That's, give you no, six I'm, months. I give you six months to be mad, depending right. on how serious it is. It is your you know breaking I mean? point. It could my, be pretty serious. My apologies. But if you mad more than six months, then you're not happy in a relationship. So now you hurting yourself because you're just angry. Nobody wants to be angry all the time. Nobody yeah. wants to be around somebody who's angry all the time. So that is my breaking point, you know. And you might still love somebody, but. Sometimes love is not enough. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Relationships definitely take work. And, I, you know, if I had to pinpoint anything, um, listening to what you're saying and stuff, happiness is definitely uh, something that's very important to me. And I'm I'm a happy person. You know, I'm the annoying All happy I person. All I really want is to be happy <laughs> and to find a love that's my... <laughs> all right, all right. All right. No um, worry over here. No worry. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I'm all like butterflies and rainbows, dude. Unicorns. Unicorns. <laughs> I'm like, I'm legit happy all the time. You better stop using that stuff. I, <laughs> 
<laughs> you would you like honestly you would think i did because mm. i'm i'm happy from the moment i wake up and it's you know i don't know if it's being a buddhist i don't know what it is but there's a, a sincerity right and um you you know me well so you know this like i am legit happy for every breath that mm-hmm. i'm able to take like i cherish and love my life i yeah. love the person i am i love my family my friends and that's contagious and um, I'm continue. always like that. That's just me. From the morning I wake up, I'm the person that you want to smack because I'm like, huh? You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm always happy. So, if I was involved in anything that stripped that happiness from me, that would be that would be an issue. Like that's a sign. Like mm-hmm. it's time to get the hell out of here. That's your breaking point. You could have money, anything, but you got to be happy in life. Indeed, I agree. And that's a great way for us to close out. This week's episode of Views from the Friend Zone. Um, I hope you've all enjoyed it. I hope you all got something from it. Um, you want to say something to? Uh, my daughter got a job, people. Shout out, somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. shout out to Trinity. Sixteen. My daughter Trinity got her first job at Babies Are Us, so I am very excited. Shout out to Trinity. Got to teach these um, girls to be young women, to be women one day, and I'm hoping that I am definitely doing that. So. Um, my daughter got two jobs because she was actually uh, started babysitting too. So okay, okay, getting that sh- money, bringing sh- money in the house. Uh, so yeah, um, baby. So I just want to say, um, shout out to uh, my boy Real Talk Marv. You know he'll be back next week. Um, shout out to Bacardi Dog. Um, thank you to China for coming through. She was great today. Um, I thank y'all for listening and uh, shout out my little minions, my beautiful daughters they're out in florida right now doing it up in disney mm-hmm. and my boys mj and carmelo i miss you guys uh so i just want to you know let everybody know that uh for my topics today you know don't let racism keep you down don't sweat um the everyday struggles of society um love will find you uh but first you got to love yourself that's the message for the week love thyself and uh that's a wrap for us Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs>